0: This is the Better Days podcast. Uh, I am Jerry. With me, as always, is Mr. Matt with a shark attacking him to talk about a very serious subject today.
1: Jaws were better days. They don't have good shark movies anymore. The shark movies now suck. Okay, so better days. I just made up why I have a shark thing behind me. You kept asking me before we started recording. Uh, besides the symbolic, there's always a shark coming after us, inside of us.
0: Yes. But, but today we're going to um, discuss, when we were recording this, <laughs> we were, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to keep it on track here. Um, this awesome. we're gonna, it's uh We're recording this, uh, it's, we're approaching the 19th anniversary of the attacks September 11th attacks. Um, So those are obviously not good days. Um, Probably one of, if not the most uh, memorable days in our generation. Um, We're gonna try to talk about days before that. So from September 10th on back, uh, but obviously we'll probably discuss the actual day and what changed since then. So Matt's going to get a cup of uh, his, his sweet nectar of straight vodka, and uh, we're going to take it from there. Now, we were, we did not go to school together during this time, um, but we were in high school. We won't say what year. So we were between 14 and 18. And um yeah and I think we've covered this on one of our podcasts. I can't remember like where were you the day of? Um, but we'll we'll start with the day of or should we just or should we talk about better days, like times before it like what 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 nine eleven did change? and obviously, what comes to mind first is airport travel or travel in general, which we didn't do a lot of up until this time. I don't even think I've been, I may have been on a plane once or twice before September 11th, 2001. Have you, did you fly anytime before that? I did for like family vacations and
1: you know we'd fly to Florida family in Florida. I don't know, just not like all the time, but I was pretty much uh, familiar with air travel my whole life. Not trying to brag. I got, I was in coach and, uh, it wasn't glamorous at all. There's a lot about the airport that isn't glamorous, but it never used to be like, Oh my God, you're in trouble. And after nine 11, like you felt like you're in trouble and it was, it kind of made like, it was a stressful to fly anyway, but now it's like,
0: you might be in trouble. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> and we are, you know, well, I mean, there's no secret. We're white. And oh. so, I oh. mean, God, Try, dude. trying to like even, even like everybody, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what race or color you are. Like, it just made you feel like, you know, you're, you, you were puckered up a little tighter that day whenever you had to go through the airport, even on the airplane, even like in from airport to airport.
1: Imagine having to smuggle drugs. I mean, how hard it was for those people. Oh
0: man. Like that it disrupted be... that industry for a couple yeah. of
1: years. I mean, in the old days, we to talk about better days. This is before our time. I mean, you could like bring drugs on the airplane all the time. If you watched the movie *Blow*, it was no thing. I mean, obviously they move so much drugs that eventually you get caught. But like, you could take a firearm on the plane. I mean, people hijack planes all the time in the old days. They take them to Cuba and stuff, and it happened in the Middle East as well. They hijack planes, and it was just like nobody cared. It was like a, it wasn't like a big joke, but it was just like. I don't know. Like you could smoke on planes. You could do a lot of stuff on planes, and then it became like not in the nineties. Not in the nineties. I no, mean, interrupt, smoke.
0: but but yeah, we're talking about years. Yeah, like I smoking like as
1: a whole kind of went out the window in all aspects. You could smoke. You could smoke in a hospital with someone dying, like in the old days. But yeah, in the nineties is when that started going away. But like, it used to be just like a metal detector and a wand. I mean, now it became uh, the, the TSA became this whole branch of like. Uh, airport law enforcement, and
0: I mean, like, still funny. almost 20 years later, it's still the same, at least the same feeling for passengers.
1: And I think the not to like you know, I'm trying to make it serious with the shark thing so everyone takes it seriously
0: and those, and like, those really realistic teeth. I don't know if you can see it, like, this Jesus happened to like, somebody,
1: <laughs> this happened to somebody, this could happen to you. So, it's a little side story for our episode. So, um. They won in the aspect of they changed the way we lived our lives, the terrorists, uh, Osama bin Laden. Like, we've never been the same ever since then as far as airport travel. And, like, that, that'll never go back to, yeah, just walk on a plane, you know, bring your firearm, you know, like, that'll never go back to that.
0: Yeah. And so, in just the preface, we're not discussing any type of conspiracy theory or nothing like that. And I got to, I got to sure of that too. Sharp calls, <laughs> we're going to get booted off YouTube for saying that spreading false information. So, okay. Yeah. So, and <laughs> if you, if you also think of what really picked up after that, it sounds like we're just talking about after it, but Fox news, pre nine 11 Fox news post nine 11. I feel like and granted, you know, We have a little bit of memory of being a semi, not even an adult, um, of times before nine eleven. But I don't remember like the news cycle at all. And after nine eleven, it was just news all the time. You always had to pay attention of what the threat level was, and you know, just the fear, the fear mongering, and you know, who's going to be next, and where are we going to attack next um but before that and obviously we're just talking about the 90s obviously there was so much of that in the cold war and you know everybody during the 80s everybody was worried about getting a bomb dropped on so i'm not saying it was 100% peacetime during um pre 9/11 but at least during our time so i guess we'll we'll just we'll talk about the 90s we'll we'll
1: it was also though- the
0: 90s it was also,
1: though, like, yes, like horrible stuff, but this was like the second attack on American soil besides Pearl Harbor. So it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, like Gen X had the Cold War where you had to, like, worry about, like, the Americans, the TV show happening in real life. I mean, we had, like, the two big buildings with planes and shit blown up and, uh you know, rammed into New York City. I think that trumps um, a lot of it. I mean, you got JFK, you got Pearl Harbor, you got 9-11, trying to think of all these big catastrophes, the Hindenburg, um, the Titanic.
0: Shit, I a just, lot, lot of shit in World War II, I mean. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot, any wartime, I mean, not a lot of the wars, because a lot of the wars in the 19th century or 20th century took place, not too close to America, but yeah, you're right, There's only just a handful, and this just changed everybody's viewpoint no matter what age you were that you could get attacked you could get bombed at any moment people got real
1: Islamicophobic. you know if that's the if that's the correct yeah. term like they they really started uh, taking it out on muslims and there were people making videos over in the middle east going ha 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 and i you know it just it was just the uh, people uh, emotions were running high it really was a. Uh, A stressful time I mean kids in my high school I remember a kid laughing about it so I mean everyone had their kind of everyone had their own view of it I mean
0: (laughs) um, but it also seemed like maybe not so much right after it but definitely a couple years after it you always just felt like you were getting tracked or if you said the wrong thing like you're gonna get put on a list and we that's what how we live now you know, that's, it's almost like, it's not even, it's almost a joke now where, you know, if you say something, you know, you're at least, you're, or that, or you're going to get an ad. Like, you know, someone's listening to you, but before that, um, like pre-Patriot Act. Um
1: I was trying to think of that, the Patriot Act, that's what it the was. Patri-
0: yeah. yeah. You know, it's almost like, and it goes hand in hand with cell phone technology, but, you know, you could practically say, and, and not only that, after... 9-11 like you had to be patriotic and if you weren't you were automatically a terrorist you were automatically against this country and everybody was, was the rhetoric like bush was like trump or like everyone
1: was just laying into him all the time I mean, he's not exactly like trump but as far as like the media hated him and like all the comedic people were ripping on him and he was just a big target and they laid off him for like a few weeks but then they went back at him it was almost like hey everyone kind of got together and was like let's not like take digs you know let's not make it political and then like once he started going into iraq it was like all right let's go they started attacking him again and uh but people were like yeah kind of like i don't sound corny but it did bring the united states and maybe possibly a lot of people in the world together and be like you know this is horrible and bush was not a popular president even though he won twice I remember like everyone and all the young people hated him. So, Mm -hmm. and he, and he got this nine 11 thing. And of course there's conspiracies and all that shit about him and stuff. And if you've watched vice, the, they take a lot of liberties on what happened, but I really don't think it's that bad. You know, Dick Cheney is like, who kind of like they say took over as far as like the war on terror. Yeah, like we're, we're coming the for you. Am- the Bush administration, but it was Dick Cheney though, kind of like Bush yeah. is like the puppet, and it was like we're coming for you. I mean, I remember him saying, "We're gonna smoke him out. We're coming for
0: you." It was like tough guy stuff. It was like we're getting you.
1: Oh well, yeah, it was like
0: at, ah. <laughs> look at the business of it all. Just look how much money that you know Halliburton made off the war, and you know war is profitable. Have you seen Vice? Uh huh. It's a great what movie. Do you think
1: of it? Loved it you think it was a fair portrayal of Dick Cheney or like a smear campaign?
0: I didn't know Dick Cheney, so I don't know. Well, historically you did. So, I mean, not personally. Yeah, it it seems like it. I mean, there's other things too. There's, you know, there's other um, pieces we'll say. I mean, home documentaries, home, whatever you want to kind of portray the same thing. So I don't think it was too far out of the wheelhouse of what was said that really happened like just all the money, like that's, it's not, there's just facts. So like who you know, how much money they made off, you know, certain things that happened over there. Um, but it, it just, just when you pull back and just look at, you know, the general um, attitude. And then there were so many things that happened, you know, after the 2008, there's economic hardships, but it just seemed like shit hit the fan and then we never fully recovered from it. It was like a
1: wound and we never fully healed it from it.
0: Yeah. And like I said, we're also small, you know, we're just almost from 1991, 92 to 2000. There were good times. and not a lot of like, you know, the biggest scandal of the the nineties was president Clinton getting a beach in the uh, Oval office, you know, yeah, At least it, in my memory. Like, the biggest scandal. Columbine. Biggest, that's true. That was That was late 90s. That was Unfortunately, 99. Unfortunately, we've
1: had, like, two, like a many more Columbines since then. But that was, like, the very first time that ever happened. Not the very first time, but, like, I don't know. It, it changed a lot of stuff with schools. But, yeah, it was pretty much uneventful. Well, yeah, you, can even,
0: yeah, you can even start with 1999 because – so that happened in 99. But then the fear – of Y2K which we will probably go into detail even though it's probably essentially gonna be the same thing um as this episode because it's just you know Y2K was January 1st 2000 but I think fear up to that like I just remember so much you know so many people worried about losing all their money and you know I was just worried about my computer blowing up you know, Like missile, you,
1: missiles will be launched and stuff yeah like
0: when you're an adult like in and, and of course the fear they just sold that you know we don't know anything that's that's electronic based can either blow up or malfunction or, you know, the grid can shut down, which, shoot, if that happened today a lot, that would be a really bad
1: problem. But supposed to happen in 2035, like the same whole, the same issue.
0: Why? Why 2035?
1: Because that's where it's like the computers are programmed to, like, yeah, they're true. all programmed to like 1999 and then it switched over to 2000, everything was going to go to zero. And like, you know, we live off the grid and it's like the walking dead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's all yeah. it takes. I was so at your house a- that night. Remember, I spent the night at your house on New Year's Eve. You did?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know what ruined it? It was like a big spoiler alert because you saw Europe like it was like New Year's Eve like at three o'clock. Oh, yeah. So you, you saw like nothing
0: bad happen. Well, not so, even Europe. It was Australia. Australia yeah. like eleven in the morning our time. It's like they're not Are burning they- to the ground. So. <laughs> yeah, I I do. That's that's probably my only visual of. Of I think I was riding the car with my dad, and like like it came on the radio. Like, well, I think we're going to be okay because Australia it just turned midnight in Australia, ten in the morning, and the, the world's still <laughs> there. There, like they're still running. Like, oh, okay, us four, yeah, whatever. How old? are we? Why do we keep hiding our age? We're old. We're not young. That's what young people do is they always nah. say like how old they were. I was fourteen during Y2K. No, I don't remember you spending the night. I don't.
1: What we it was do? on New Year's Eve, I remember.
0: It was just me and you?
1: No, no.
0: Did we have a um, party that night? I no. Remember.
1: You had like two of your little cousins were there and then like their mom was there, like your aunt. Oh God, yeah. I We were lie. on the bar and know. like enjoying some champagne a little too much and then, yeah, it was kind of like disappointing
0: in a way that like nothing bad happened. <laughs> it wasn't Dude. memorable. It wasn't memorable. I mean, apparently not because I don't remember it. <laughs> apparently not. Spoiler alert, we got spoiled. Yeah, like re- reading the end of a show before you watch it. Um, so yeah, so that fear was kind of like it started even before nine the September eleven attacks. You know, it's almost mistrust, like mistrust, distrust, it's a t- taste of things to come. You know, we're still living that. We're still in different ways, um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of what else nine eleven really impacted. Like how life was better before it um is there anything you can think of well we it, could talk it, about after in the bad you know the bad times i yeah, mean the, the whole thing was
1: an attack on american soil like you never had like someone a foreign entity like kill a bunch of people and i mean Up until that day, it's like that like it the whole atmosphere of life kinda changed because once that happened, like you know it could possibly happen again and you never thought it was a possibility and then the way it happened through air travel I mean air travel, nobody thought anything about air travel and then it's like they had these box cutters of all things that they that they used and like just it just shut down everything for a long time. And, like, that has never happened before. And I think we had, like, a general mistrust amongst ourselves, a general mistrust against the government. There's a lot of mistrust against the Islamic community. And I think, you know, as it progressed into the Iraq War, it just became more and more divided once again. But, like, for that one week, I think everyone was like, yeah, we all love each other and shit. Yeah, and we're patriotic, exactly. and you know now I bet there's people who probably think it's cool and stuff. Like, yeah, we deserve it. I mean, I don't bet I know there's people that think that. I mean, back then you would have got like beat down for that. I mean, people would like beat Americans beat
0: thinking that, like people in this yeah, country there's people, that? Like,
1: there's people that like are like pro 911 and stuff, and they're in this country and run their mouths about it. I see it all the time. I don't engage, and I'm not gonna like tell them, talk to someone like that. But like, you can get away with that now. You can get away with like saying all kinds of stuff. Like back then. Like you couldn't be as unpatriotic as you can be today. Like people, like they got it good as far as wanting to be unpatriotic. Like they don't know what it's they don't know how good they have it. I mean, if you try that in nine eleven times, no way.
0: And this has been happening for years. I mean, the Vietnam War, um, the Cold War in the eighties. Like this isn't new. It's just this happened in the digital age of. know 24-hour news cycle like there wasn't 24-hour news back in the vietnam days and the in the cold war days there's just your five o'clock six o'clock news with walter cronkite and that's it um so i think that always existed that mistrust in the government and the government you know or and then the people not you know believing in the war and believing we should be over there that's nothing new we've experienced that americans not we but americans have gone through that for years but this you know we took a break in the 90s for a little bit but then after that it just kind of shifted back into those days and then you're surrounded by you know the fox news and the cnn's just constantly reminding you that you're in, you know you should be in fear you could be attacked not even by a bomb you can get anthrax mailed to your house you can get a package oh, yeah
1: remember anthrax uh, that stuff that's scare. Right. yeah i just, it it just the mail. remember that it, just,
0: it brought it to, yeah it brought it to your home to fear Uh, Like it did in the '80s. I mean, you know, from what I—not my remember, but just reading up on and watching certain shows and certain documentaries—that you know, anybody believed that Russia could drop a a nuke on us at any time. So that affected, you know, where you lived anywhere. Um, But as a kid, as us a a kid in the '80s and the '90s, we didn't live through that. Our parents didn't live through that. At least while they were raising us, that just that that kind of died down a little bit. And then after 2001, it was, you know, no, no matter where you live, if you left the house, you could you know, get a bomb dropped on your, you know, or, or just a group of people in trucks can start unloading bullets into you. And that's kind of been the same way ever since, you know, it's, it's I mean, we're not even gonna talk about 2020. Um, it's kind of the same. It's, it's kind of the same. You leave your house, you, you, you know, you you're, you get reminded daily that if you leave your house, you could get blown up or shot or catch something that could end your life or make it bad times for you. Well,
1: I think you were hit it on the head with the cable news thing because the 24-hour cable news cycle started going up in the 80s. And you had like Ruby Ridge, you had Waco, you had the O.J. Simpson trial. I mean, you had some good stuff. And then it starts to like just get bigger and bigger and bigger into like the 2000s then boom, 9-11. And then you got this cable news cycle just going crazy at everybody with something not that you can just watch from afar like a trial, like the OJ trial, but something that's a direct threat to you and something that could be even more of a threat to you at any time now. So I think it was manipulated a lot. And that's something that they didn't have. the, The cable news cycle didn't have that strong foothold in getting people worked up is maybe they did. I don't remember. I don't remember. Fox news was never on my radar. None of that shit was never on my radar until probably president Barack Obama. That's when I started like really paying attention, but you had to because it was such a much a part of it during the nine 11 era because it was, it was like, God, I need to watch the news. Am I going to, am I going to be hurt? Am I,
0: is there going to be a bombing? Oh my God. What terror level threat are we today? What color? What color are are we today? Mr. Ashcroft, Mr. Ashcroft, please tell me. (laughs) And then, okay, it's red. Is red bad? Is red good? And the red's bad. Okay, what's good? Is green good? No, green's bad. Okay, everything's bad. Just what level's of bad? (laughs) That's exactly how I felt it was. I mean,
1: I felt it was manipulated.
0: Like everything. And it's just, and obviously the only thing, so it canceled everything that day. As we've discussed before, we were supposed to go to a concert. Dave Navarro. That would have been a good one. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? You probably still wanted to play. Probably. You probably didn't it's even like, know what was going on. It's like I drove all the way here. Um, I yeah. Still this, it, and you can still say the better days of that week to month. You know, it, we say pre and post 9 11, but like you said, almost like the best days were that the week to month afterwards even a couple months when no one really knew you know if they could be funny if they could uh, you know just I just remember the first SNL after 9-11 do you remember who the host was was it Giuliani I don't think he was a host I think he was on it I remember his famous line he had a famous line it was great back when everybody loved Giuliani yeah, that's better days for him because he was a hero. He, no one respects him now. <laughs> better days of Rudy Giuliani. Well, what, what, what were his words? I can't remember.
1: They kind of have Bruce. a memorial because, I mean, SNL is in New York City. Of course, they have to have like kind of a memorial. And they might have had some officers and firemen, firemen and women. And uh, Lauren's up there. And they got some cast members up there. And Lauren and Giuliani's up there. I do. Lauren says, can we be funny now or something? And Giuliani's like, well, I start now. I start.
0: That's so great. <laughs> no, but you don't remember. It may have been the first skit after that. I can't remember. But you don't remember Will Ferrell and the, the flag bikini or the flag short, that, shorts? That was
1: commentary on people going overboard with the, with the Patriots. Was that, was, was that that episode? I don't think so. I think that was so further down like,
0: the line. I thought it was. No, I think it was, I was
1: still tentative to
0: mock that stuff. I feel still. I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like, I, anyway, I just, you, you the man, Dale. <laughs> you the man. USA. Uh, but yeah. yeah. And then, you know, everybody had this unity where it's just funny when you watch things during that era, it's like, oh yeah, this is around nine 11. Um, as we discussed in previous episodes, I remember, I don't think I watched it live, but I remember wrestling. Was it SmackDown or Raw? One of them were like, they brought everybody out and they, you know, played the Star-Spangled Banner or something. Um, just everything kind of stopped and just everybody took remembrance. and uh, It was, like you said, just the, everybody, was, everybody in this country experienced it. And so we all felt united for at least. We were bound
1: together a by a trauma. Unless, besides the kid that thought it was funny in my high school, Bill Maher said some stuff on his show, politically incorrect, and he like lost his. Uh, he lost his show. They they fired him, and now they. When the back like- that's when the
0: backlash started. It was. That's <laughs> when the government took control of what songs could be played on the radio and. You know what's you know how violent were, could movies be, and what could you show on TV, and you know that was the start of it. That was the start of it all. Mom, it's
1: rated mature. Can I watch it? And what
0: then what year know? was what year was the the um the nipplegate? Is that that was that was that wasn't the year after because that was U two. I remember U two did the flag. It may have been two like, years after that. That was
1: 03 three o three o o
0: three. I was in SIUC. So that's kind of like that was that was the beginning of it all, and then it just man, just that that grip of the government.
1: Yeah, remember remember better days in the Super Bowl halftime shows when they showed nipples. Remember the better days like oh, that. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I we I don't think we could do a conspiracy theory episode of Better Days. Remember <laughs> remember the better days of conspiracy theories. I still think that was planned. It was. You know, it totally yeah. was. Yeah, you can just tell. You can tell it was, I don't know.
1: Anyway. If my video cuts out, it's because it's a conspiracy theory and they're trying to silence me, but it was totally better. Or it was totally, it was totally better. It was totally planned. And yeah, they I invite JT back to the Super Bowl to do a terrible, terrible performance, but they don't invite Janet? I mean, come on. She showed her canceled.
0: nipple. She doesn't get to come back? I mean, come on. She's banned for life. But if you look at it, he did it. He's the one that – He ripped it off. Quote, unquote. Yeah, and she gets blacklisted. We're going on a tangent here, but still. Well, it, it, I mean,
1: it, It's post-9-11. It's, it's how everything's changed. We had 9-11, and then it's like we can't watch stuff on TV or oh, radio. I mean, that's when they went after the radio. Um yeah. started, like, finding Howard, who I was listening to the day of 9-11. He told are me really? yeah, that uh, the, the towers have been hit and we are under attack. And then I had to go to school, which was, you know,
0: not good. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I remember hearing on the way to school – I don't, it may have been Howard. I can't remember, but you just it when someone said it, and like the visuals, the visualization of how you think it was like, oh yeah, it's not that bad. It was a plane hit it. Okay, at least me personally.
1: First, first, it was like an accident. First, it was like, oh wow, a plane is right. Right. We didn't have
0: any news. Yeah, I feel like. It's like an
1: boom, another one. Oh shit! And there's one hijacked. Oh no! Like,
0: and I, yeah, the there was this, every class was listening to it on the radio, and then then we had it on TV. We had a TV in the cafeteria, and that's where I watched the, the tower was fall. Oh, crap. Yeah. This is some, this is some shit. But
1: we, saw, we saw everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people in New York City come together and help each other out and save each other. And that is, uh, I guess, would be the sum of the better days is through a tragedy and something horrific that cost lives and changed the way we treat each other and view the world. You can saw like kind of like the best in humanity where people did like help out and run in and save people. Steve Buscemi, classic actor, volunteered to be a fireman or not, he was a fireman, but like suited up for him. And then he kept it secret for so many years. I mean, it was a uh, it was like I'm proud to do this. Like in World War II, i I'm proud to go fight in the fight the Nazis. I'm proud to go fucking fight and like get these people out of the towers. You just don't see that anymore. I don't see people like proud to help each other or proud, any kind of pride or anything like that. It's like, we're shamed. And maybe we should be, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine that. That just, I went to New York for the first time earlier this year and I talked to, we talked to, we were in the subway, we were talking to one guy and it was kind of an odd story because he had a bunch of balloons. It was just a weird thing you see on the subway. And somehow we talk, 9-11 came up. I don't know how it came up. But I just can't imagine because like it's we were in Manhattan and you're essentially on an island. So if a major event happens, you're on the, like you can't go anywhere. The subway they showed the subway systems and the guy said he pretty much walked all day home. I don't know where I can't remember where he lived. He lived somewhere off the island, either Brooklyn or somewhere. I can't remember. I just, and then we're like, man, what, what were you thinking? He goes, well, I knew it happened and I had to get home. And it's just you know he didn't he didn't act like he was you know scared out of his mind or. It's a big deal. He goes, well, I just, I knew I'd walk. So, um, it was hard for us to even compare, you
1: know, the, the fear. We, we got to watch it on TV in class. So we got to, yeah. got a free day. And as terrifying and unnerving as it was. We didn't have to deal with it. I mean, New York is the biggest, it's like the center of our country. So, I mean, if New York goes down, a lot of things go down for the rest of the country. I mean, there's the stock exchange, I and mean, there's just like a lot of entertainment there. I mean, there's a lot of things in New York City that mm-hmm. uh, translates or transmits throughout the country, or re- we're affected by it. So it's not like the capital of the country, but in a way, it is. So like, it's the heart. It's the heart. So we got like they basically stabbed us in the heart, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. Everyone thinks of New Yorkers as these like stereotypical italian like i'm walking here and oh yeah. and get out of my face but like rude rude is what i'm being stupid but rude Short, you know? yeah yeah like get out of my face i'm gonna you know i'm gonna punch you you know what i mean like mm-hmm. uh it could go on and on with the student i watching the sopranos but uh mm-hmm. um they showed compassion you know what i mean rude mm-hmm. rude you know, jersey shore people I mean, I'm not being stupid. Like, you saw the best of humanity out of a city that's supposed to be one of the roughest places in the world.
0: People, like, you know, disappear and never come back. You saw people help each other. And like we were talking about that, we saw that everywhere on on TV afterwards. Like, every show and every, or, you know, live show, not scripted up shows, obviously. Um, Before that week to, I don't know, a month or two months until we started talking about war. um, You know, that was... The, everybody around the country felt for New York and felt for the people who lived through it. Um, so yeah, and that's you know the, the the better the better part of this whole thing didn't last very long. But
1: I think you know, it lasted up until
0: uh, the Iraq
1: War. Once they started making that's what I mean. Once right. they started talking
0: about war and retaliation yeah. and and everything, I think if they would have nailed Osama
1: bin Laden right away or they went after him and got him like everyone would have been like hooray we're number one but then after going through that iraq war and then well, we were still in the iraq war with barack obama right president obama yeah. so he got yeah. us out of that i mean he got osama bin laden but if we just didn't get an immediate there was no closure you know what i mean there's no closure right. like <clears throat> people didn't see the point in going into iraq well
0: that's that's when that yeah that's when they i mean well, i'll just call them they you know they took advantage of the situation the media uh, they just stretched well, it, the, the circle, the media, the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: they. That's a good term. They they,
0: <laughs> they uh, you know, they took advantage of it and it, you know, we we were constantly Americans constantly were, you know, living in fear. And we were reminded of it every day if you watch the news. Kind of like what did time.
1: people do? They watched the news because they wanted to know. It was like you were trapped almost. Mm-hmm. It was like, you're trapped. It's like, well, I'm just going to turn it off. I don't want to hear about it. It's like, you don't want to hear about some subway bombing. You know, you don't want to hear about like some anthrax in the mail. It's like, no, but I guess I got to survive.
0: And the better days where you could, you could wear, if you wanted to, I'm not saying you needed to, you know, you could, you could wear a, like a, this isn't, but like a a Mexico, Mexico shirt or a Canada shirt or a France Jersey or, you know what I'm saying? But like after that, at least for like a couple of years, like why are you, what are you, why are you wearing in other countries, why are you representing the other countries' flags or colors? What are you, not American? You get out.
1: Was well, that like nationalism? Basically, we kind of formed yeah, a, just, like a nationalist country where it was like, yeah, it's good to have pride in in your country, but like, yeah, it got to a point where it was like a little club where it's like, you know, America or you know, you're a traitor, pretty much. Yeah, America, get like, out. Well, it's not that simple. I mean, there's
0: an ocean. I mean, well, not Canada, I've tried. Well, Canada sucks. So, I think I remember correctly. I never went there, but I thought, like, even before nine eleven, you could go anywhere in North America without a passport.
1: No, Canada, you need a passport. Trust me. Canada,
0: okay, yeah. and Mexico sucks ever. <laughs> um, yeah, and and better, <laughs> even though they renamed it, but Better Days. French fries or freedom fries. Remember, they really changed because France had something to do with, I don't know, the media. I can't remember the, the, the details, but France pissed us off and we're like, well, yeah, we're not, we're not going to call them French fries now. Freedom fries. I call them French fries still. I'm a- Oh, yeah. I as soon after that. Well, I, I think what we'll say the better it is of like, God, just for a while, there's just so much propaganda and flags and and there still is now, and there was before it, but it was just full on, full on. Like the the people who printed, who who made money printing a flag on something, they they could retire in a year. Probably. Oh, yeah. year. You had
1: stock in the flag company, like invested in the, in, in Bob's Flag Company. Bob's
0: like, Flag. Man, you're gonna be rich, man. He's sponsoring our next show, I think. If he's still in business, he hasn't called us back.
1: Chance water. I was supposed to have some kind of water. <laughs> um to like bring on the show but it was Chaz, yellow chad's water
0: took a hit after corona
1: it did this water was yellow and i said it looks like piss and then he gave me like a label that said not piss and i'm just like it's not gonna work like
0: and then he tried to rebrand himself to chad's hand sanitizer and that it, was even worse it's not and my the, hand my, my hands still are like i have marks on my hands. it's not the water though. people are
1: alleging that he's it's just the water that you dump on your hands and it's not true
0: well, he's claiming if you if you've been drinking this water for years, you're immune. Like he he claims he like uh, he has the answer to beating She's this. He's getting sued for that, though. I know. Like those, a are be- that those are those dude. are the better days. The better days of Chad's water and Chad's hands hand sanitizer. I don't think there were better
1: days. I think it was a disaster from the beginning, and he should have gave us money. Now um, we're gonna get called into court, probably, and have to talk about shit he said to us. I do
0: not. <laughs> anyway, uh, or a mask. yeah. <laughs> 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 I can't think of other better days before uh 9/11 attacks um, it, it's question. still
1: here's my question
0: were there better days or were we
1: just kids man and then it's, once that yeah that we realized how far fu- how screwed up the world really is you know what I mean
0: is and that what it like is that? that sorry and the world was screwed up before that it's just we, oh, yeah. that was our that was our first experience of it you know you, you talked to our, our parents and our grandparents and like well yeah every decade we went through some mess not to this magnitude but you know the fear and the uh, people against the government not trusting or believing in the government ideals that's nothing new um but i feel like as a kid us as kids either like yeah either we didn't know we didn't pay attention to the news um or just there were you know simpler times um from 92 on up after the gulf war but we got our dose. We got our dose of it. Um, so on September eleventh, two thousand one. That's all I got on that.
1: That's all I have to say about that.
0: That's all I have to say. You um,
1: said that nine eleven was an inside job.
0: You can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> you can believe it for now but you can't say that. i don't believe it and i'm not I'm actually just, that's another thing you you could probably say that now but you you could not question oh could oh. not question at least when did for, when did alex jones start his shit or like i think i think it was like 2005 2006 safely the, docu- years the, docu- <laughs> the documentary started coming out that really i don't know they could have been they could have been they could have been made up they could have been doctored but around that time the stuff started to come out it's like oh it really made you question things um or at least just you know put it out there that it could things could be not the way they seem we'll leave it at that um well
1: there is no absolute truth so
0: right everyone's version of reality
1: is uh, their own reality so what mm-hmm. really happened i don't know i mean that's deep so
0: very deep. So yeah. Didn't seem like Better Day this episode. Didn't, I mean it was mostly post 911, but you really can't talk too much of Better days just uh yeah, airport travel and uh when was caller ID? Was that after that? I feel like that was around that time. I just remember you can make a phone call and just the, the person who picked up didn't remember didn't know who it was.
1: Oh yeah, I like I like that aspect. You can't prank call people
0: anymore. put the Jerky Boys right out of business. Are they still around? I don't know. But I think Crank sad. anchors is coming out again. Is it really? I thought so. They're ready to go. Yeah. Puppet. Can they yeah. do
1: that special Ed Kid anymore?
0: Probably not. That's
1: probably too offensive.
0: Probably. Oh. I don't know. Maybe we'll get into those days—the days of prank calling. That's how Sandler got. I remember hitting home videos of him doing prank calls, but I don't think that's how he got like noticed.
1: It's the original art
0: form. Yeah,
1: I mean that's how like almost every morning show for a long time was all prank calls. A lot of them are fake.
0: We'll, but... we'll cover this. I just got. We'll, we'll cover this in an episode. Better days before social media. And you can harass
1: someone on the phone and get away with it.
0: Yeah, I'll cover like big. Tech. <laughs> <laughs> or, just, or, or just listen to people who did it as, as a form of entertainment. Just play prank calls? Maybe we'll do that next episode. I Remember know, I
1: we'll, was we'll, at your house and I was like a Frank Zillion and I was calling that lady?
0: She's like... I have that recorded somewhere on, on like a mini cassette. Well, I may run for president someday, so destroy it. It's in a box somewhere. Uh, Alright, but anyway, uh, we are the Better Days Podcast. Hopefully... Uh, we made you feel a little better, maybe not. I don't know. Um, <laughs> subscribe, like us, search Better Days Podcast. I think we're out there now. We have a couple. We have, you know, at least enough episodes to be uh, picked up by Google. Um, so just Google us. Um, but yeah, we are the Better Days Podcast. Until next time, feel good. Feel good. Do do do, 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 do.